He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Um, can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the uh, things? I know guys on crack that makes more sense than you. Finally, some honesty. That is some good stuff from White Bad Audio. This is the Disorderly Show. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Face for radio with you. Sage in the house. And just want to give another shout out to White Bad Audio. I really appreciate them putting out some just good music than just said, hey, anybody can use it. Good. <laughs> that almost rhymed. I almost sounded like Fezzik. If you know that movie, fantastic. If not, well, you're missing out. There are some, you know, that's what you need to do because there's shit movies that are coming out. It's just, it just, they just are not willing to take a chance anymore. So start watching some of the old films that were actually good. And then they'll make remakes of them with people who are too damn beautiful to be realistic. Sage, speaking of. Hello, Sage? Yeah. <laughs> speaking of. They're coming out with a Twisters, a sequel to Twister. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I like Twister. Yes, Twister was great with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. You know, people who actually looked like scientists could actually pass off as like, oh, okay. And everybody that was in those cast, there wasn't anybody in that cast that was like, oh, wow, they just steal the scene every time they're in it because they're so damn good looking not saying they're ugly just more of like okay they're more relatable more oh i can i can see a scientist being in this field that they look the part and then when you add in the action and the awesomeness of twisters then yeah you got a recipe for like oh that's a really fun movie so twisters is coming out and i'm all Oh, no, because I saw the thumbnail, and it showed the guy who, so recently, and it took a while because I was not going to go see this in the theater, but it took a while for me to see the new Top Gun movie, and I thought, I should see this because it was nominated for Best Picture, and I'm all like, well, damn, really? It must be really good. You know what that movie did? What? It did uh, the Star Wars reboot. Yeah. It went, hey, you like Top Gun, right? Well, we're just going to replace all the things that happened in the 1986 version with this one. Remember the scene where he hit on the, the woman and... It, and the bar fight ensues and all that. Uh, was there a bar fight for it? Uh, oh, no, it wasn't. He was just like... Wasn't he like in charge and then he sees him at the base? Right, like yeah. So that scene is a so just, is a is a yeah. It's a flashback to when he hit on the instructor. Didn't know she was instructor, and then uh, she shows up the next day. They're all in front of her. They're like, "Hey, you need to listen to her." And he's like, "Oh shit, I hit on you." And yeah, it was a it was a lot of that. A lot of copy and paste, and you're just like, "Oh my god, wow." Okay, so. The Academy just doesn't have any standards anymore. Uh, which, did they ever really? Uh, it's all entertainment. It's all a way for us to be placated. 
honestly. And you could say, well, Face, what about the show? Isn't it just entertainment? No, not until somebody pays me well enough to then, if you hear me start talking about the Kardashians, then yeah. Uh, and not in... <laughs> More, if you start, if if you start, yeah, if it's you, you're the ones. I'm not the problem, you are. Haven't you seen that new TikTok trend where it's all, I'm not the problem, you are. It's like, mm, I think it's you. Anywho, Sage, before we jump into a few things, a few housekeeping things, how was the week? Seems really slow. Like, just the weekend just couldn't get here fast enough, and now that it's here, it's gone. Too damn fast? fast. Yeah. Mm. Well, is, is it because you just, there was a lot of things you were doing throughout the week with uh, with the family and work, and then when it gets here, you just had nothing to do, and it just, that nothing to do went by really, really fast? just work seemed to drag on forever and then by the time I got home like the rest of the day went by super fast but it just because you had a was it because you had things that you had to get done okay I need to get these I need to get the dishes done dinner started or your husband could add dinner started but it was more like okay this is the time when we have to get these things done and then by the time you actually had any free time it's already time for bed yeah, pretty much. Damn. That's sorry for you, but hey, I'm sure it's all great. <laughs> hey, at least you got somebody. Me, I'm sitting here. I told you. Yeah, yeah. I tried it wasn't that I we we tried to force something and we I end up getting sick. So that should be a lesson to everybody out there. Not to force anything because you won't get the result that you want, or at least you won't get the feeling of the accomplishment of the result, and you're going to end up doing more harm to yourself. Because nobody, nobody ever thinks of, I'm well, if I do this, I'm going to get sick. I guess unless you have kids, maybe, but uh, you never think of the negative outcomes when you want something you want to happen. Yeah, saying that out loud made me confused. <laughs> basically if you want if you're uh something that you want to go for don't force it just let it happen natural all natural so you're probably wondering everybody else is probably wondering sage what the f- happened wait why did i mute myself this is explicit why the fuck did the tldr news roundup what had happened during this week well, yeah, I you hadn't posted it. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying this, just like everybody else, trying to get into shape because mm, sugar tastes good. And I've been trying to for a while, and I just the blanket of laziness. I always cuddle up with that every so often, and I just never get out of it. So I was determined to work out. So I did. And as soon as I was done working out was around the time I was going to do the news and post and do all that. I was so damn tired. I'm sitting here going, wow, do I decide doing the news? Not up to my full potential just to get it out there. I don't want to do that. I'd rather have quality go out instead of quantity. Everybody could do quantity, but not quality. Beethoven wrote 
very few symphonies, especially compared to Mozart. Yet he is considered better than Mozart, even though Mozart was able to create more. It's kind of like the Beatles. The Beatles have so many damn songs. And we know them for a few of them, but there are some other bands out there that are that have considerably less and their percentage of songs that are good are much higher than the Beatles catalog. Because if you look at the Beatles catalog and you look at all their songs, percentage-wise, you're going to sit there and go, huh. Because if you do something, oh, I don't know, a thousand times, and you have, oh, let's say, I'm trying to get out a certain percentage. Uh... Would you say, okay, Sage, if somebody does something a thousand times and they get 400 perfect, is that, would you take that person or what they did as the greatest, or would you take the person who did 200 of something, but all 200 were perfect? It's hard to say because a lot of the learning comes before the perfection. Right, but if you're perfect every time, how do you get, like, I don't know, it's it's hard to say just because some people are, like, naturally gifted at some things and others aren't, so they work really hard on it, but the naturally gifted are just like, eh. That's true. That, is, that is myself, too. I'm not saying I'm naturally gifted, but my curse is once I've figured out something, I lose interest. I just don't want to do it anymore. One As I'm working on it, trying to figure out what to do, how do we get this done, I'm all passion, I'm all motivation, all discipline. And as soon as I figure it out, I go, yeah, okay, what's the next thing? And, and I don't even realize how much time and effort I spent into figuring this thing out until I see like an old folder or I pull out a box with a bunch of stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then is the motivation there to start it again or bring it back up? Sometimes, depends on the day, but I'd rather do quality work instead of quantity. Everybody nowadays, when they're trying to not have a job, and I'm, I'm talking about this, doing podcasts, doing, being an influencer, basically not going to a company and producing something, I'd, they're trying to make money by not having a job, they're producing so much content because... What a shocker, the attention span for a lot of people has dwindled dramatically to the point where unless you're doing something to where it's like, oh my God, they're going to die, they get bored of you. They go, man, let's go see something else. Ooh, or they just want to see somebody else do something, do the same thing you did. It's kind of like porn where it's like, yeah, I've seen a naked woman but I would like to see another one. And they all do the same things, but it's all, but this one looks different. Or this one, yeah, well, actually, yeah, that covers all of it. This one looks different. I don't have to go into all the subgenres. Yeah, there <laughs> are quite a bit of yeah. genres. <laughs> well, no, no, there are subgen a lot of subgenres of porn, but I was talking about just from the context of seeing a naked woman, I've seen one before in person. And she allowed it uh, that because I saw one doesn't mean I don't want to see another one. And so you just don't get, oh, God, Lord, yeah, there are so many categories of that. 
anybody else listen, not going to dive into all the categories. This is not that type of show yet. It could be one episode, possibly. <laughs> uh, actually, it depends on what Sage agrees to later on, because, yes, there might be a story that's going to be like, oh, my God. But I don't want to discount or remove the news altogether, but I like to stay informed. Some of you have enjoyed being able to just listen to me for 10 minutes a day and go, okay, cool, I've got my daily dose of death. So what we're going to do uh, for the first part of this is go over some of the stories over the week that I thought worst they worth, they worth the mention, that they warrant a mention. So in no particular order, as I'm so fond of saying, uh, <laughs> we're starting off, um, I didn't, just like one of those, this can't be real, but it is. So a principal in a California elementary school pretended to shoot students and announced that seven students were killed. Huh? What? Yeah. I'm going to say that again. So the principal did an unauthorized, unsanctioned, totally off-the-cuff school shooting at their school. School shooting drill. drill? No, it was a drill. But the, nobody, no, no, script? no, she did. Oh, she went off script? Yeah. Wow. Well, what? it wasn't she went off script. It was unauthorized, if you didn't hear that previously. So they weren't supposed to have a drill? Weren't supposed to have a drill. They don't do it this way, uh, obviously. Um, and I, th- I looked at this. I was like, oh, my God. But then I was sitting there going, I know I can, I can understand the parents being upset but uh, it's it's one of those would you rather them be in the dark about it because some of these kids were in the kindergarten that uh that this occurred to or that experienced this um do you want them to be in the dark and just hope this that the school your kids attend never become uh, one of these on the long list of school shootings? Or would you rather have them learn it at a very young age so they could spot those potential signs of a student who looks to be heading down that path and they don't feel that it's... wrong to say or it's it's they, they get anxious or they shouldn't stand up or say anything that... They grew up with it since they were five that they have no problem stating something to the administration. You've got kids. What do you, what, how would you, how would you feel or what's your take on it? Would you rather have your kids just be in the dark? And- I mean, it's, we have gotten those, a letter where it says, you know, we had police over, had an actual lockdown, and that was very scary in itself. Um, and there was an arrest made. So I would want them to practice those drills. But I think this teacher or principal went overboard with how she went about it. Ah, so you're 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 good with the drills, just the outcome or the way they went about doing it. Yeah, this at least this Okay. So yeah, it's Unfortunately, that is here in the U.S. That is a very uh, 
common thing. It's, how, it's, it's become part of our, our like high gas prices. It's exactly. all hey, gas prices went up, soldiers right. die, yeah. shit gets recalled, and students get shot. Yeah, and like, so, so those seem to be the recurring when, news things. When, when they used to have the the drill to hide under your desk for a nuclear bomb yeah. explosion, like that's really not going to do anything except make you feel like you're doing something. Well, yeah, but at the time. Yeah, they, yeah, everybody was like, okay, the people in charge know what they're talking about, which, as we've come to know more and more, they don't. It's amazing shit even, well, it's amazing things even just work the way they do, which then could lead you down a conspiracy hole of who we have representing us actually doesn't run anything, or it's, or it's quasi, or it's just like, and uh, I kind of want to dip my toe into that, but I also kind of don't, because I'm all... Just how far down do I want to see this thing? And plus, um, I guess I have to be, you know what? Wait till I'm big enough. Wait till this show is, actually it is international. Getting more and more listeners around the world who listen for 10 minutes and (laughs) shut it up. But hey, (laughs) at least they listen for 10 minutes. A lot of recalls this week. So if you own a Frigidaire refrigerator, Bought from 2015 to 2019. Um, there's a plastic component that can break and uh, they can pose choking and laceration hazards is what I'm reading here. So you know what happened. That did happen. And Frigidaire was like, ah, fuck. They're... I want to know who's eating their fridge. <laughs> the, the Japanese. That's who it is. They have that game show where it's like, is it chocolate or is it real? And so they probably watched that, went over to the fridge, like, hey, out of all the things on the pieces of on the fridge, this looks like to be the most candy-ish. And went to take a bite and went, oh, God, that that's wrong. That component looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next up, you know Joel Olstein, right? Olstein? Austin? How the hell do you say his name? Anyway, the mega church douche who didn't oh, let yeah, anybody okay. in. Yeah. Um, so uh, somebody actually went down to the church and uh, was a uh, started shooting up the place. Oh, yeah. My. A woman was firing a rifle and two off-duty cops killed her and two were hurt, but that didn't, uh, nobody, she's the only one they're reporting as being one that was killed. Oh, that's good to hear at least. Well, just like... You you would think there would be more shootings at churches, but just because of the subject matter, and I know, I remember after saying that, I do remember all those shootings that did happen at black churches and the synagogue and all those things for those white idiots who were going, let's start a race war. It's like, yeah, why would you think you would be, for one, any of those dumbasses, think that somehow they're going to be looked at as an example to follow dude none of them no it's you're jesus okay now i'm no i'm debating right now it's not that i don't know what to say it's i'm debating right now uh if i should go with it because i remember a few episodes not a few it was quite a bit ago where i was explaining how to be a better criminal and Sage, you took me aside afterwards, or I think it was during the show. You're like, "Hey, um, <clears throat> how, how about we not 
have have the. <laughs> have, <laughs> explain to criminals how to be better criminals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm struggling. Well, you know what? I'll say it anyway. The the reason y'all ain't going to be looked at as, oh, I don't know, uh, as the guiding light or whatnot, it's because you're not charismatic. You're not a leader. You're not any of those. That's why you chose to do this. This action somehow think you think that everyone's going to revere you and your little hate group. They're not. They're just, you're going to be forgotten about just as easily as last week's news. If you told me last week shit happened, hell, earlier this week, the news comes at us so damn quickly that here, as we're recording, some of the shit I'm going to bring up Monday, that happened on Monday, I'm like, God damn, that was a while ago. But it wasn't a while ago. It just happened so damn fast. So um, that's what I'm saying is don't do that at all unless you're charismatic. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the LAPD has its first Asian. Av- mm, wait, how do I say that? Asian American. Uh, for some reason, I read that as because it's always African American we hear. We never hear Asian American. Uh, at least as often. So I was about to go Asian African American. I was like, that's that's not right. So to restart, the LAPD has an Asian American police chief for the first time, but he's only the interim chief. While the mayor and police commissioner find somebody else to replace Michael Moore, because he allowed a lot of excessive force and police killings of civilians. So, but for the time being, hopefully he becomes the permanent one. Uh, but that was pretty cool to learn. An Oklahoma judge who just didn't give a shit about the trial, uh, the murder trial that sh- they were uh, that she was overseeing, resigned because during the trial she sent over five hundred texts mocking prosecutors and using emojis. What? Yeah. Wow. Uh, some of the texts were she mocked the prosecutors, laughed at inappropriate comments, and called a key witness a liar. Were they high? <laughs> <laughs> wow. In one of the text messages of when I said she's a liar, uh, the text message referred to uh, a dead two-year-old's mother, a liar. Wow. Now, what she said or what Elf said is, uh, oh, okay, that's what it was. So she's overseeing a murder trial and the killing of a two-year-old boy, and she was saying, yeah, the mother is a liar. So, what's the context like? I, I don't know. What do you mean? I guess I guess that would depend on the context, but like the, the judge is supposed to be neutral and supposed to be, yeah. Sides. Yeah, supposed to be, but that's why I brought this up because it's like, hmm, you you think these people are, but again, if there's no fear of enforcement, people will tend to just be all, you know what? Mm, um. Uh, I'm just going to do what I want because nobody else is going to, there's no authority over me, especially when it comes to a judge. Like what? Judges, what do they do? They police their own? Yeah, they don't They don't really have, I mean, there is a certain type of oversight, but a lot of them but it's, just, it's, it's, they're it's all like buddy-buddies with each other. Yeah, it's a toothless, so it's like, toothless thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, but it was kind of interesting. Oh, shit, okay. And... <laughs> The way she got, I think the way she got caught is there is a camera that points straight down on top of the judge. So you see everything that's there. And so she's sitting there just texting away. It's like, damn. 
Wow. Yeah. 500, I mean, wow. <laughs> Were you going to say anything else? It sounded like you no, were going to say anything else. No, I'm just very you're... baffled by <laughs> actions of people that are supposed to be in charge and non-idiots. Well, and you got to think too. The defend the defense lawyers and the prosecutors have got to be sitting there going, "Like, why the fuck is the judge always have her head down?" Because right. it's not I mean, as if I, she's sitting there texting while looking at them. I don't yeah, think they have that exactly talent. Exactly right. I mean, I I know judges take notes and stuff, but yeah, this is a little. Yeah, a little. <laughs> no. Just, uh, yeah. It just means hey, people, they're people too, and. Uh, I just, it's good to see that they're this generation or before our generation gets into power, that this generation just doesn't understand technology still and and just leaves all the incriminating evidence right there to be seen. Speaking of, uh, this is a bad transition, um, bad transition. transition. So the Israeli Hamas conflict or... Some people call it a genocide. I call it a, whew, uh, it's it's tough to say what it is if you're not from there. Because both sides, you I could hear both, I've heard both arguments. We've gone over this. And I've gone like, oh, it's, mm. makes me glad to live in America. That's for damn sure. And I know to avoid Arkansas. Uh, <laughs> not that I would be, not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's more of just, that's one of the states you just don't hear much about. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's more of a, like the last thing I remember about Arkansas being in the news, or at least being uh, somewhat talked about, was during the Black Lives Matter thing. Mm-hmm. And to their credit, which is, again, um, it's not a bad thing, but they were yelling when they would see somebody going Black Lives Matter. They're like, it's all lives matter, which you're sitting there going. I do like what Mr. No, not Mr. Jesus Christ. Well, I guess his age now would be Mr. But Ice-T, uh, he has a band. Oh, my God. No, Wayne. <laughs> Don't. Oh, my God. How did I forget his band? Ice-T's band. Oh, body count. That's what it is. I'm like, I listen to this guy. I know the damn songs. Why do I, every time I forget body count, but he has a song about basically, um, this whole thing. And he's quoted as saying, he's like, when you say that it's not about everybody at the moment, it's about black people. And, or if he were to say, you know, women's lives matter, or gay lives matter. And you come back with all lives matter. You're diluting what I'm saying. It's not about everybody. It's about this particular group of people at the moment. Like, we yeah, all they're agree. Not, they're not discounting other Exactly. It's, or elevating. At, at, it's at all, this, this yeah. is the particular one that has the has yeah, a problem. We time, need to is, fix yeah. that. Well, no, yeah, let me rephrase time, that. This is, this is the people that need help. Yes, thank and you. Then, thank you. I'm like, yeah. no, I was, because I was going to, well, I caught myself saying, these are the ones that need, yeah, like, like a fixing. Na- I'm like, disaster. no, that's not right. <laughs> right. A, nat- oh. a natural disaster in Texas. Right. And you're like, hey, Texans need help. And you're like, all states All need help. states You're need like, um, well, not every state has been flooded, so we're going to go help Texas, right? <laughs> Good. Good. That is a, that is an apt comparison. My God. 
Sorry, I just got done watching the Super Bowl, and oh my God. Um, oh yeah, I did. I, I did not. Well, we'll get into that in just a minute. I do want to go over a couple more news stories because I'm sitting there going, <laughs> like, maybe this will hurt hurt him because uh, maybe you could read between the lines. Um, with or you can go to my, my, I, yeah. I'm just going to be making noises now. Uh, <laughs> I don't think this is going to have the intended impact they think it is, but Moody's, the credit rating agency, downgraded Israel's credit rating because of the war with Hamas. And I'm sitting there going, you think a country gives a shit about its credit rating during a war? Like, why would you even, why is that even a thing? Why would you being in a war somehow go, hmm, they're not good to invest in right now. Well, no shit. They're in a war. <laughs> you shouldn't be investing in that. You shouldn't be investing in anything they do at all because why? They have a singular focus right now. It's not as if they're sitting there going, we have a war in the South. But hey, you know, we're thinking of doing some other things over here uh, that could be we're looking for investors. It's all, no, well, they're all focused on the wars. It was uh, just. I think it's. It was what? More of like the. the it's their way of protesting. It's, it's like when you, uh, it, in a certain way, like if you hit someone in the pockets, because because you know Israel does have a lot of rich, have has businessmen that you know do business around the world, and if you hit them in the pocket, they start going, start putting pressure on the above to end the war in certain areas. Like, uh, okay. yeah, so, but Moody shouldn't take a side. Yeah. It's a business. It's not not individuals. I just found that funny. Just like, wait, what? Who gives a shit about a credit rating during a war? <laughs> I just, I was just surprised. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and during this week, there was some leaks from, well, you say leaks, but more of, what am I talking about? There was a hearing this week. Good Lord. Uh, so the Supreme Court heard about uh, Trump, about the Colorado case where Colorado kicked him off and they went in front of the Supreme Court basically saying they, they shouldn't kick him off. And the court's basically saying, like, mm, this is another thing for Congress. Should one state have the power to kick a candidate off? And I'm sitting there going, yeah, but you just voted, or when you went with the abortion route, you went states should decide. So why shouldn't states decide if they want to have a candidate on the ballot or not? Yeah. Because it's... Oh, there it's just a there's a lot of can kicking back and forth. Supreme Court saying, nope, Congress has to do it, and then Congress goes, you know what, that's fine. We'll just debate this and not have to do anything and we'll just argue back and forth. Nothing gets done, time moves on, and people die. It's pretty much how that's why everyone's fucking pissed off, is because they sitting there going like, you know, tick tock, motherfucker. This, we want you to get some shit done. Time continues. Uh, they hope people forget about it. Yeah, and that's well. Hey, Super Bowl. Hey, good trend. Good transition. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're done with the news. Um, there's a few more. Was there a few more things? Um, nothing. That's well. There's one thing because we could talk about it. It's sports related. And then we can go into the Super Bowl. But ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery. 
are going to be launching a joint sports streaming platform this year. When everybody heard that, especially me, I'm like, hell yeah, because I don't want to watch other TVs or TV shows. I want to watch sports and sports and sports. Yeah. When I saw the price tag, I went, oh, fuck you. Uh, it's $300 a month. What? Now, that granted. That includes like every freaking streaming channel there it, is it, without commercials. It pretty much does. You get pretty much all the sports. But. Not just sports. I want like everything. Like, give me Disney. Give me oh, Netflix. Oh, uh, yeah. Me, you're, like, you're not going to get Hulu those. without commercials. This is, no. Nope. Give me like Caramel. Like, all of that. Like, if I'm going to pay $300, I'm going to get it all. Nope. Okay, it's, a, it's just all sports, so I'm kind of I'm I'm wondering just how successful it's going to be because we all got used to twelve bucks a month, fifteen bucks a month for them to come out and be like, you get all the sports, but for three hundred, I was like, fuck that. Yeah, what if someone doesn't want all the sports? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's my thing. It's like you know what? I, well, because right now I do have ESPN Plus. And I'm going this because I thought just like everybody else who bought it, they'd be like, oh, we can get everything on ESPN. No, that is not true. What you get is a few things and a few articles. But no, you're going to get the major sports you actually want to watch. No, because of deals made by the other uh, alphabet TV companies. And so... You have to have a subscription from them to get access to that stuff. So, being watching uh, or seeing that they are covering some soccer, some hockey, some softball, some volleyball, it's just like, eh, really not, not my cup of tea. Not saying I that those are bad sports to watch. It's just more of there's no. The reason why sports does so well is because we as humans. Love to see competition. We love to see the stories that are made right in front of our eyes. We're seeing somebody, especially especially in this country, we love an underdog. Always love them because we sit there and it reminds the populace, no matter where you come from, you can still succeed. Well, uh, sports is starting to lose that because those that have the haves are... The circle or the list is growing a little bit, but it's always repeating. There is That's why baseball this year was so fantastic because we got not only new rules, which made it way more entertaining to watch, but we also had two teams nobody expected to be in the World Series, and we got to see a team that had never won one get one. That's why I'm so excited for this year because I'm hoping it continues to evolve Whereas with footballness, namely the NFL, it just seemed, I don't know. One, the extra, I wouldn't think that the extra game throughout the year was, uh, would make it longer, but good God, it makes the seasons feel so damn long. (laughs) And the same teams that we figured were going to go, they go. And so we saw the Chiefs and the Niners go at it. And it really wasn't that exciting until the fourth quarter. It ended the half with a very it was a very low scoring game all throughout. Um, 
fans were bitching on both sides uh, because they because because when you're in a low scoring game like that, every single thing, every hold, every penalty, every dropped pass, all of those things are magnified because that could be the key for a drive ending or continuing and thus keeping the ball momentum on all that fun jazz. You know, nobody ever says bad jazz. Notice that? That's always fun jazz or jazz or just never bad jazz. Uh, maybe that's because all jazz players, they make sure that they they kick those people out. They discourage them from playing anymore until... No jazz for you. Yeah, pretty much. No <laughs> jazz for you. And But if you really want to... You love it so much, you continue at it until... Your fingers bleed on no matter what instrument, which if you're on a trumpet, wow, congrats on you for doing that. I guess if you pinch your fingers in between the nozzles, what the hell are those things called? I'm just trying to figure out how you would actually cut your finger to where they would bleed instead of playing them so much they would actually bleed. Because usually you would get blisters first, right? Calluses before they I would actually so. bleed. No, I mean, no, I think it's usually like bleeding because... When your fingers aren't used to it, like they'll start ah, to peel off, and then, okay. and, that, and then they'll start getting calluses. As you oh, right, right, right. So if you have the passion for it, then yes, you will eventually get accepted into the jazz world because you were able to put, you f- were able to work hard enough, and you had the passion to do so that you it then became easy enough to play those notes and jam with them and just feel the music. With the NFL, uh, they. So lower scoring affair in the Super Bowl this year because it ended up and and the Chiefs were down the whole game, uh, which everyone the way it ended, yeah, everyone's saying it's rigged because Taylor Swift started dating Travis Kelsey, who's a tight end on the Chiefs, and it, well, one of the best tight ends of all time. There, you know, so add that in there to one of the best entertainers of all time and well anywhere she goes it's always because she's got her swifties uh which of all i've always been curious if beyonce's fans could they beat taylor swift's fans um, kind of wondered that because I don't, hers I don't really want to pit them against each other i do they're both <laughs> Uh, they're both amazing. It's more of a hypothetical. Singers. Oh no, not them themselves. I'm not saying Beyonce fighting Taylor. I'm saying they're fans because they're they have their own nickname. So I'm just thinking, okay, as a hypothetical, how many fans are here and how many fans are there? And when we do a brave heart style fight, who would win? Things to ponder this week. Um so in the fourth quarter, Chiefs tied up. They go into overtime. Second Super Bowl where they've gone in overtime. Oh, and an underlying story here is the head coach of San Francisco has he's terrible in the Super Bowl. Absolutely hor- like he is a curse for the Super Bowl. He was up against Brady with the Falcons. Um because he was the offensive coordinator at the time. And they end up losing hor- that was the other one that went to overtime and the uh Patriots pulled it out. It was just like, good God, you guys are up like 24 to 7 in the third. I mean, it was just all you had to do was continue to play your game and you would add a ring, but no. So this one goes to overtime. But what happened in this one is there's different rules for overtime. So each team, kind of like college, gets the ball and 
Chiefs end up winning, uh, as I knew they would. It just seemed like they had the better team. Didn't show it tonight. It was just all just like, ugh. But, yeah. So that was, uh, so now that football's over, I get to look forward to baseball, which I am. Will I talk about it on here? Possibly. Maybe. Speaking of, oh, something else that happened in sports that I do want to talk about. I think it was the Dayton basketball team. College, there was a college basketball team, Dartmouth. I think it was Dartmouth. They went to the National Labor Board and went, hey, we think we're employees because of this, this, and this, and this, so we want to start a union. The labor board went, we agree. Well. That is spelling the end of college sports, everybody. You think so? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, well, college. Raise the price no. else. College, college, the college, okay, college sports will stake around, but only for certain colleges not every college there's a reason why every college has a basketball team because a gym is a great investment and just oh bless you thank you sorry ah, it's okay that's ah, quite all right uh the reason why most college teams have a gym because it's a great investment so you could play multiple sports in the gym this is what sport can you play in a football stadium football and track and field if you build it that way so that's why not all of them have football um but now if students are able to go we're a union and we're going to charge we're going to demand this of you said university the university was going to turn around and go huh is it are you a main driver for our enrollment you're not cool we're not going to do basketball we're going to do more of these other sports. But then those other sports are going to go, well, we're union too. And be like, okay, guess what? We're going back to just being an educational college. We're going to specialize, we're going to specialize in this. Everybody who wants to do this in their life will come here, which is going to reduce the number of colleges that can actually offer sports unless under the guise of, hey, you get your own funding. We can't fund it for you. We're not going to do your fundraising. We're not going to do all that. You want to sell your name, image, and likeness? Go right ahead. We ain't going to make a dime off of you. I wonder if that, I wonder if they would allow that to, a, oh, shit. I just thought of something. What if this spurs sports colleges and educational colleges? Meaning, I go to Dartmouth for education, but I'm going to go, I don't know where Dartmouth's located, so if I'm off of my geography... It, I'm not going to take time to look it up. Maybe after, but not during the show. Some things, kind of like when I've tried to figure out Ice T's band, which is body count, that was quick. I knew exactly what I was looking for. But for what I'm trying to explain right now, no. So Dartmouth, if I wanted to go there, or actually, let me do this, uh, because I know where these two colleges are located. I wanted to go to Vanderbilt for education, because they're not known for their sports, even though they're in the SEC, just because you're in, you're in the best college, or one of the best Colleges, conferences, doesn't mean you are one of the best college teams. Uh, so I go there for education, but I go to Alabama to play sports. That actually might end up happening. Huh, because Alabama, they're not known for their education. I'm sure you get great degrees and all that, but you don't go to Alabama because of their biology class. You go there because you want to play in one of their sports. You want to be, hey, we're, sports is our thing, which is 
hey, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Not saying there's a knock on it, but don't try to put yourself in the same, like, Ivy League schools. Same thing. Not really known for sports. Yes, you could say the Stanford Trees have been good at football at some point. Yeah, so was Army back in the 40s. Doesn't mean you guys are. So, I actually see that being the thing. Because sports colleges will actually be able to work with the union and get the money in the door. While other colleges will go, hey, we'll pair with you and just be the educational college. And that's where students will come in based off of their merits and not their athletic ability to provide something to the college, education. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting how that dynamic is going to shift. Well, it's also why a lot of colleges or colleges, coaches quit because they're like, we can't bribe them anymore like we used to. If you didn't think college players were getting paid by big college teams, you are so adorable. Uh, Yeah. And some of the older colleges or some of the older coaches. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to stop giving out sports. Scholarships? Or, yeah, lower their sports scholarship. Maybe. If we have to pay a player, I mean, why? That's, you know, hundreds. it could be at hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Because then the union, as we saw with the... Uh, United Auto Workers, which is, they're making headway into all the other ones, which I say, good on them. Show us actually what a union's supposed to be beneficial for. Yeah. The, because if you're the entity that is bringing in the money, you don't want to get rid of any of the money, or at least as little as possible. So if you have a union and a strong one that goes, you need to pay players this much, you have to offer them this uh, these lodgings, these, these, the, you know, it just ticks off the box on everything that they want. You sit there and go like, you know what? Not worth it. We're not going to offer this anymore. After this year, there's not going to be any of this at this school because, and then they'll come out and say, because of this union, because of the union things. Now you may sit there and go like, well, this is bullshit. What this? Hey, it's a business in America. You can decide what you want to do with your business. It's a higher educational thing. Okay. Then why? Are you caring about the sports stuff? Well, because it brings in hundreds of millions of dollars for them. Right, I get that. But it also goes in different directions. It, It is, as a spectator, it's going to be fun to watch to see who decides or whatnot. But with this decision by the National Labor Board, whoo, it's going to get interesting. So, speaking of interesting, this is a terrible, bad segue into, okay, Actually, I'll give you, Sage, you will get to decide what we cover. This is going to be from ProPublica, and I was doing some research of my own on what I could do legally on a podcast when reading from an article, and basically I can read from it with my own commentary. So, uh, we have two articles from them. We have... Five takeaways from our investigation into how Mississippi County, Jesus, we have five takeaways from our investigation into how Mississippi County's jail people for mental illness or how Columbia ignored women, undermined prosecutors, and protected a predator for more than 20 years. Where's my coin when I need one? (laughs) Well, we can cover the other one next week. It's not as if we have to go, nope, we'll never cover that. <laughs> Good point. 
Uh, let's go with the first one. Five takeaways from our investigation into how Mississippi County's jail people for mental illness. That one? Yep. Hey, see, I can be good. What the <laughs> hell? I was just trying to compliment myself on how quickly I read that without messing up. All right. So this article by Isabella Taft and Mississippi Today. Uh, so for many people in Mississippi, the path to treatment for a serious mental illness may run through the local jail, even though they haven't been charged with a crime, which is, seems to be a commonality, especially for small counties or, or states that are just poor, poor states, which you sit there and go, but they bring in billions of dollars. You're like, yeah. And yet <laughs> they're considered. A poor state. I don't think anybody would sit there and go like, mm, yeah, Mississippi. Oh, and Mississippi also, if you remember from a couple of our episodes ago, the highest incarceration rate per yeah. per population. This could be one of those reasons. Um, so in 2023, Mississippi Today and ProPublica investigated the practice of jailing people solely because they were waiting, waiting for mental health treatment. Provided through a legal process called civil commitment. What? That's like go. That's like going to jail. Wait, wow! I'm, I'm, I'm baffled just reading that. Wait, investigated the practice of jailing people solely because they were waiting for mental health treatment. How does that? How does that make sense? Make it make sense. I'm so confused. Well, so because someone's waiting to get treatment for their mental health, they decided to prosecute them. Was it well, no, there's, there's no prosecution. They just jail them. They just so they just skip to not. Well, let's continue. Well, let's continue because it it probably explains it. ProPublica is okay. a very good organization good when yeah, they do that's this. True so. they are. Continuing with the article. We found that people awaiting treatment were jailed without criminal charges at least 2,000 times. From 2019 to 2022, let's do a little math, shall we? So, 2019 to 2022, that's three years. Wait, that's a, that's a, that's a uh, multiplication sign. That's not a efficient sign. <laughs> so that means over the course of three years, good Lord, stop it. Okay. You know how when you're on a calculator, you mess up and then... I never understand what the CE or the C is. I just, I hit them both. Well, C is supposed to be clear everything, and then, it's, and then the other one's clear. God damn it. But it doesn't always work, you know. I just hit both of them. Yeah, I just did too. So on average, over those three years, 666 people were jailed. And I don't know about you, but when I go, wait, there's 365 days in the year, that means two people a day. We're being jailed in, in just 19 counties. Wow. That makes it even worse. Yeah. Uh, so continuing, because I don't want to... Well, wait, I can just skip through. Yeah, I don't have to read verbatim the whole thing. I'm not going to leave anything significant out, but... Uh, of course, this is all new for me, so ProPublica, if you listen to this, you know, compliment me on my voice. And then uh, on the show, <laughs> and because I need to know people. I need to have my ego stroked. Uh, actually, it's one of the reasons I haven't told many people about this, because the people I've told about the show, I've just reached out every so often. Hey, so what would you think? They're like, ah, eh, didn't listen this week. I'm like, 
Oh, okay. I got you. Well, rem- I'm going to remember this. Because when we make it big, Sage, and then they come out and be like, I was one of the first ones who knew. It's like, yeah, and I got the receipts, motherfucker. You didn't listen to shit. So don't try to get on. Okay, let me continue on here because I'm... (laughs) I'm I'm venting. I'm venting. Uh, So most of the jail stays we tallied lasted longer than three days, and about 130 of those were longer than 30 days. And some people have died after being jailed purportedly purportedly for their own safety. Every state has a civil commitment process in which a court can order someone to be hospitalized for psychiatric treatment, generally if they are deemed dangerous to themselves or others. But it is rare for people going through the process to be held in jail without criminal charges for days or weeks, except in Mississippi. Wow. Mississippi is the only state that goes, yeah, sure, lock them up, don't care. Now, I'm sure anybody from Mississippi and they hear this will probably be like, well, we do care. No, you don't if, you've, if you're allowing this to continue. You, you could say it because it's really easy to say shit. Much harder to do things. Much harder for the action to take place. Wow. So continuing, uh, in Mississippi, the process starts when someone files paperwork when a county office allegedly, let me say that again, in Mississippi, the process starts when someone files paperwork with the county office alleging that another person's mental illness or substance abuse is so serious they are a danger to themselves or others. So it's not even mental illness. Substance abuse as well. Huh. And I wonder, I could kind of see the substance abuse, kind of, but not, not with the mental illness thing. So then that person is taken into custody by sheriff's deputies until they can be evaluated and go before a judge Although people may wait at a medical facility, if no publicly funded bed is available, they can just sit in a jail cell until the treatment bed opens up. So you got people. So you're jailing people more than... So why not you just open more publicly funded beds? Yeah. If you're bringing in that much money. Actually, let's yeah, take a look real quick. How much money does Miss Mississippi... Uh, have. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, so their revenues were $32 billion. But Nash, but that's about $10,000 per capita. National per capita is around 12000 But still, $32 billion? I don't know. It just seems like an extra bed, extra people. It just seems like you could find a few hundred thousand somewhere. Especially if this is how, if you, because you already know how many people are being jailed. Now, this article, I don't think goes in and says how many beds are available. It may. We'll find out. But if you know that you don't have enough beds, then allocate more. Now, granted, I know I'm saying this from, hey, this will solve this problem, but then you're taking money away from something else. But I don't know. That's... It seems like something that, if this is solved, it helps in other areas. It's kind of like when they say defund the police, it's not saying take money away from the police. It's going, hey, put that money. You normally would give the police because cops have been laden with you fix every problem, which they're not, they shouldn't be. Yeah. You take that money and you, and you, exactly, you put that money towards other departments so that they can be, they could take that load off of the cops. 
oh, somebody's having an issue with, uh, they just need someone to talk to. Cops ain't the, I'm I'm sure some cops are great to talk with, but that's not their main thing for their job. It's not to sit down and be counselor. But we've gotten so used to that, saying, oh, cops can just be all these things. It's coming to a head where there's frustration, there's there's not any guidance. And the people that are on the streets, I heard this from, from, I don't know what his name was, but uh, it was a guy in security, and he mentioned, he's like, you realize the best cops are not on the street. They're in the building. They're doing administrative stuff. They're detect. They're higher up. They've been promoted, all that stuff. You're, we're just getting the bottom of the barrel cops out here. And when you have... I think they're definitely not trained or as equipped as they, as they should, should be. Should be, right. And I think that's where that money should be allocated. And definitely with a lot of... Because they get called for, you know, a lot of mental issues that could go... That they just don't know. That, they're yeah, training. They they're, they're not trained for that. Right. Their training case. is get home. Yeah. And so when you have somebody who is mentally ill swinging a knife around because they cut themselves, cop doesn't show up and go, hey, let's just talk about it. Let's de-escalate. They're going, that motherfucker has a knife and he's going to charge me. So I'm not, I'm going to pull out my gun and I'm going to make sure I get home. Yeah. I think, I think having special units where they partner up with psychologists mm. or psychiatric. Mm. So where they're there, like, hey, we're the yeah. authority. Hey, this, this person is, you know, having a mental health crisis. Send this unit instead of the unit that's meant to go stop a crime because that unit is not equipped while this unit would right. be. Because you wouldn't unit. send the other unit. Hey, exactly. hey, not send the- hey psychologist, <laughs> go stop this crime. <laughs> exactly. But that would be hilarious. The cops show up and they're, there they are. The, the psychologist is standing right next to the criminal who's laying down on the, on the, on the sidewalk with their backpack underneath their head talking about how, you know, they... They wish they always, if they just got a puppy, then they wouldn't have turned to a life of crime. That would be a funny scene to come up on and be like, wow, Doc, you're fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely having an officer partner up with a... Yeah, I like that. Definitely, uh, because you have somebody there that goes, look, we I know how to de-escalate, I know how to talk to this person, but then you have somebody there going, hey, if they... If, if she, you can't, aren't able to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the enforcement. And most people have a fear of enforcement. Moving, or con, not moving on, but continuing. Uh, actually, okay. Um, so they've uh, we've spoken with people who have jailed solely on the basis of mental illness, family members of the people who went through the commitment process, sheriffs and jail administrators, county officials, lawmakers, the head of the state of depend, the head of the state department of mental health, and experts in mental health and disability law. We filed. More than 100 public record requests and reviewed lawsuits and Mississippi Bureau of Investigation reports on jail deaths. Holy, this is why I love ProPublica, because they're detailing, this is all the work we did for this. We didn't just come up with this shit. This is everything we did. So here are the key findings from our reporting so far. This is their reporting. I didn't do this. I'm reading this. So people jailed while awaiting mental health treatment are generally treated the same as people accused of crimes. Well, that's just fantastic. And it's not going to make their mental state worse at all. It's like whatsoever. jailing somebody who had a, who's waiting a DUI with somebody who's in there for drug charges. It's like mm, two different crimes, two different worlds. I don't know. Did you ever? Well, of course I don't know because I haven't asked you the question. Have you ever seen? Uh, oh, 
was that movie called? Um, uh, well, did you ever see or did you ever watch Game of Thrones? Ooh, I watched a few episodes. I just okay. Do I'm you know? Do you know who played, or do you, do you, could you picture the actor who played Jamie Lannister? Mm, Jamie, the actor? Yeah. Like his face. Once you see his face, you'd be like, oh, okay, all right. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because you can you can look it up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where the, Jesus Christ, this dude's done a lot. Where the fuck is that movie? Shot Collar. There it is. So he did a movie called Shot Collar, which was excellent. It's where basically a guy who just stupid decisions got a DUI and then got placed with uh, hard timers, which I've learned that isn't how it works. But how this guy who was a financial guy transitioned into leading one of the uh, Aryan Brotherhood or, or white nationalist groups uh, just to protect his family. It was, it's actually really, you don't get bored watching it. But I have heard stories of people going in that were two totally different crimes, two levels of different crimes being jailed together, and you're sitting there going, you realize that nobody's watching these guys 24-7. And to survive in that environment, nobody's cordial. They see weakness as something as an entertaining thing to do. Because mm, you ain't got nothing to do. Days are very long. Oh, so it's not surprising that Mississippians are being treated the same as those accused of crimes, but you would think that when they when they wrote this law saying people with mental health can be locked up without any charges, there would be a separate unit where they would be locked up at. Hey, we're just going to put you in the holding area here. We're going to put you away from everybody else who has something in front of a judge. Wow. Um, They wore jail scrubs and were often shackled as they moved through the jail. They were frequently unable to access prescribed psychiatric medications, much less therapy or other treatment. They had no idea how long they would be jailed because they could only get out they could only get out only when a treatment bed became available, and they were often housed alongside people facing criminal charges. One jail doctor told us that people going through the commitment process were vulnerable to assault and theft of their snacks and personal items. Well, of course they would be, because they're not in there, because they're not criminals. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of people, when you're on a psychiatric, uh, for a, a prescription drug for your your mental health being off of it causes a withdrawal which makes the problem worse yeah and when you're in a in an environment where it's already detriment to your health yeah yeah the, and they and the people there are not looking out for your benefit because mm-hmm. that leads us into the sec- second thing they were able to find that jails can be deadly for people in crisis 
At least 14 people have died being jailed during the commitment process since 2006. Now, you could be saying there, well, 14, that doesn't seem like that that much. I can guarantee you the family members there know that's, that's one, one too, many. too many. Yeah. So nine died by suicide and three died after receiving medical care that experts called substandard. Wow. Jesus. Most recently, a 37-year-old Lacey Handias, I hope I pronounced that right, It's a, she was a hospice care consultant and mother of two, died in a padded cell in Adams County in late August, and her death was not a suicide and still and is still under investigation. Yeah, hopefully the family hires a private uh, mortician. Or for to do the autopsy, oh, right. doctor. Yeah. Because oftentimes we've investigated ourselves and we found we did nothing <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, look at all the third thing. So we know. Okay. So they're the first thing. ProPublica in Mississippi today found these people going in not being charged. Still treated like criminals. Still moved around the prison or the jail as criminals. Which I can sometimes, I can, talking about it, you do want to get in a routine as COs. Okay, this is what we do all the time to protect yourself. But this is where having a separate wing to where they can reside comes into play. Because if you're on that part of the yard or that part of the facility... You know you don't need to shackle them. You don't need to treat them like this. You're just holding them there until a bed can open up or they can get evaluated and a judge can see them. They're not there as criminals. Yeah, they didn't commit a crime. They are just not able to get... Somebody convinced the judge saying, hey, they got a fucking problem. That's what it is. So second thing they found, it's not a shocker. People dying in prison, being in that environment. And for a majority of those people dying... Suicide is, well, again, this is where what you had stated come into play. It's like how many of those families could hire a, uh, it's not a mortician. It's uh, It's a doctor, but it, he's got a specific name. Yeah, yeah, and we'll, we'll learn it after the show. We'll, yeah, fi- sure. we'll, we'll figure it out after the show. <laughs> uh, and the third one is Mississippi is a stark outlier in the U.S. So Mississippi Today and ProPublica surveyed disability rights advocates and state behavioral health agencies in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Nowhere else did respondents say people are routinely jailed for days or weeks without criminal charges while going through the involuntary commitment process. So this sounds like there's other states that have this in place, this involuntary commitment process, which I get if you're mentally ill or you've substance abuse, you're not going to go turn yourself in. It just not all the time. It's not just not going to, well, for one, you'd rather go to a rehab than the fucking jail. Yeah. Like, why would I go, why would I go to this place when I can either continue what I'm doing that I love doing so much, or maybe I hate myself, but I continue doing it, or I'm able to go to rehab. I know there's a YouTuber that does a rehab house, and I don't think he charges or anything. He could, probably. I don't know his finances or how he does it, but it's in LA if you want to make the trip. Um, continuing with the article, in three states where respondents said people are sometimes jailed 
to await psychiatric evaluation. It happens to fewer people and for shorter periods. At least dozen, at least a dozen states ban the practice altogether. Oh, okay. And Mississippi law allows it when there is no reasonable alternative. And in Alabama, a federal judge ruled it unconstitutional back in 1984. Oh my God, I was three years old then. Way to go, Alabama. Uh, so there's that. They, uh, okay, the fourth thing they found is despite a state law, there have been almost no oversight of jails that hold people waiting treatment. <sighs> Not surprising, but this is like creating a, why the, why would you go through the fucking process for creating a law if it doesn't have any teeth? Again, if there's no fear of enforcement, especially people in authority positions are going to do whatever the fuck they want. At some point, they go, nobody's the boss of me. I'm the boss of me. It's Lord of the Flies now, bitch, and I get to do whatever I want. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I understand, you know, when someone's a danger to themselves or to the public, you want to make sure that they're not going to be hurting anybody, which I understand, but again, it's, you're you're putting in you're putting them in the same like you said in the same place where someone actually committed an actual crime and oh the, well those other there. people well they committed yeah, a versus, crime when they're waiting for trial whether it's like hey we got the evidence we got you know you got yeah, somebody who's going to be charged with murder and here's this other person who hadn't committed anything just somebody said hey they're mentally ill right now yeah okay well they then they can be buddies. It's like, mm, yeah, because we all, that's all, that's everybody we want to be housed with. But for there to be no oversight, it's not shocking that all this shit's going down. So back yeah. in 2009, the Mississippi legislature passed a law requiring any county facility that holds people awaiting psychiatric treatment through the commitment process to be certified by the Department of Mental Health. The department develops certification standards requiring suicide prevention training, access to medications and treatment, safe housing, and more. But the law provides no funding to help counties comply and has no penalties if they don't. Wow. What the fuck is the point of creating that? Yeah, that it was just basically like a patting themselves on the back type of law. Or just it had absolutely nothing to do with anything. Or saying, yeah, we passed it, we did this, but don't yeah. don't read into Anything else don't we did? Don't look any further into Yeah, it. yeah. Don't look behind the curtain. We did this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and let's see. Only a handful of counties got certified. And after 2013, the department's efforts to enforce the law apparently petered out. So they just... In other words, people stopped looking at us. Yeah, they didn't give a shit. And I'm wondering if that department is still around, then those people are just... Collecting a paycheck. They're not going out and doing anything. Because if the department's still around and they're not going out doing any in the enforcement because there's no funding, well, okay. Or, never, or they're still in the department, oh, but they've been oh, assigned okay. to do something else. Okay. Now, I am I think I'm, I'm seeing the money laundering process here. Because for the department to exist, you have to have people in certain positions. You can't just have a, uh, you can't build a highway to nowhere. You can't just have that. So... If it doesn't have any funding to go do that stuff, if you have those people in those positions, 
then either you're paying those people, you put your buddies into those positions and say, hey, you're going to collect a nice hundred grand a year for not be not doing anything. Just keep your mouth quiet and do all your business over in Alabama, all the you know salacious stuff, and don't get caught here in Mississippi. Oh, man. Yeah, if there's no budget to do anything, then shit's going to keep happening the way it is. It's not, nobody, there's not going to be any changes. Fucking hell. So when, uh, so when ProPublica asked about the law, the Department of Mental Health sought an opinion from the Mississippi Attorney General's office. They, huh, we can't answer this shit. Talk to the Attorney General. And they opinion that it is a mandatory requirement that the agency certify the county facilities, including jails, where people wait for treatment. And in October, the department sent letters to counties informing them of the attorney general's opinion and encourage and encouraging them to get certified. If you're not, <laughs> Shouldn't the oh my god. No, I just there's a uh, an image that came up on the padded cell mm -hmm. that they're in, you can't even lie down in this thing. Really? I'm, I'm, I mean, you you could, but it is horrendous. Here, come here real quick. Come here and take a look. Crazy, huh? No, that's just... I, like I said, I have no idea how someone can lay down in that. There's okay for everybody listening. There's no bed. The toilet and the sink are take up a third of this room. I don't see how it's padded, honestly. I mean, I saw you can see where the padding is, uh, but like um, hard padding, not but it's, yeah, it's it's not, the same comfy padding. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, no bed. Like, like where the what, fuck six, is the bed? It looks like a six by six room. It's Something not, like that. Yeah, it's not that big. It's There's, yeah, the, huh. the the toilet and the sink take up most. It's, yeah, third half. Yeah, it was about a third of it. Or okay, if you're going to split it into a square, that it takes up a fourth. But the other the your <laughs> the way a knight moves on a chessboard, that's pretty much the only space you got. You got two squares and one to the right. Yeah, pretty much. Fucking hell. Uh, so we la we so the attorney general then said, "Hey, everybody, here's my opinion. Not that it needs to be enforced, but here's my opinion." And pretty much nothing came about that because, hey, it's an it's a news organization that's asking why don't we do shit and eh, they're not going to make that much noise it seemed like that's what occurred here uh let's see and the fifth and final thing that propublica found with their let me get back to the top of what this said so there are five takeaways from their investigation into how mississippi county jails jesus christ it does that doesn't seem to flow right that's what i keep getting thrown off on um, into how ProPublica, oh, start all over. Into the, this is the fifth thing from the article from ProPublica of the five takeaways from our investigation into how Mississippi County's jail people for mental illness. 
is the practice is not limited to small rural counties. So according to the data from the Mississippi Department of Mental Health, 71 of the 82 counties held a total of 812 people prior to their admission to a state hospital during the fiscal year ending in June. That's this year, people. And according to state data and our analysis of jail dockets, the two counties that jail the most people during the commitment process are DeSoto and Lauderdale, together home to three of the state's ten largest cities. DeSoto has one of the highest per capita incomes in the state, and Lauderdale's is above average. So that means they have the money. Where the fuck is this money going? Not where it needs to be. Seriously. Uh, So the county's chancery clerks who handle the civil commitment process and officials with the boards of supervisors, which handle county finances, they haven't responded to questions about why they jail so many people going through the commitment process. Why would they? Yeah, if, they, if there's no fear of enforcement, why would they? So meanwhile, some some smaller rural counties don't jail people or do so rarely. A uh, guy now, Noel, I think it's Noel, who served as the chancery clerk for, how do you pronounce that fucking county? Neshoba? Apologies if I didn't pronounce that right. Uh, he served as, a, as the, chancery, the chancery clerk until the end of 2023, said that the county arranged each person's commitment evaluations and hearing to take place on the same day to eliminate waits between appointments. And if no publicly funded bed is available after the hearing, the county pays for people to receive treatment as a private at a private psychiatric hospital. So a small county, a rural county, is able to do this shit. They understand these are people who are not criminals, and they're able to fund. If there's nothing available, they'll fund it. But two yeah, of the largest count, yeah, the, two yeah, the two of the largest counties that has the means behind it can't do it. That's that's just laziness. It, oh no, it's they don't want it's, to do it's, it. It's why put the money in their pocket? Why why do this for these people when we could take that money and put it towards something that benefits us? True. Fucking hell. Yeah, anytime we read from ProPublica, it's not going to be good news. Uh, but it's news that you need to know. And I also wanted to... It's not that they give need more exposure, but it's what they research. Like, they have evidence behind it. It's They don't just willy-nilly... It's not opinion-based. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's everything they, but it's, they it's, write about. There is evidence to back up their claims. It's but it's local enough to where it's impactful. Like this is what's going on. It's not none of these national stories of where, yeah, let's try to convince all the states to do this. Like it's nothing like that. It's going, hey, this is what's happening in this part of the country, so you can understand what's going on in Mississippi. What the fuck? Not surprising that they're the highest in incarceration rates uh, within the country. They're doing shit like this. Uh, well, with that. Sage, we're going to be moving on to, see, I have no segue now to get into the talking about tonight's Medal of Honor recipient, because I used to say, listen to the TLDR News Roundup, that was the, that was the buffer to go from something as horrible as this, and trust me, there's, there's more horribleness that awaits, not because ProPublica, that's all they write about, it's like, hey, we can be angels and we can be demons, and pretty much... 
I would like to see ProPublica. I'd like to see a story from ProPublica saying, hey, here's some shit we're doing right. It's like, oh, sweet. But, yeah, <laughs> that hasn't happened. Um, or at least I haven't found it. So what's the buffer now, Sage? Because I don't want to go from something that's horrible, especially when we're going to be, what we're going to be talking about next week. Um, what's the buffer I use now? I mean, you are going to get start the TLDR back up. So. Yeah, but that's going to be during every show. That's not going to be during every week because I'm trying to. Oh, that's what I forgot to mention about the thing. Yeah, so I'm 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 putting my working out in place of doing the TLDR news every day. Okay. And I found something. Oh, this is another thing I'm trying for the New Year's resolutions. So I didn't make a big list. I didn't make a big list. My tongue was so excited to say it, it couldn't get it out fast enough. What I've decided to do is four things throughout the year. There's four quarters in a year. There's three months in those quarters. I think focusing on one of those things for three months will help me stick that thing I'm trying to learn. So right now, this for the first three months, it's working out. That's all I'm focused on. So that by the time the next quarter happens, that'll already be part of my routine and I can focus on the second thing and do that for three months and keep going until, hey, at the end of the year, I know four things that I didn't know at the beginning of this year. I have four improvements of myself. And then for some lucky lady, they get to unwrap me. Uh, But I got to find, we have to find a buffer. Or do I do... Or maybe I just do the Medal of Honor thing first. Maybe. I'll figure it out. Something's got to happen. But as of right now, Sage, as always, appreciate you taking your time out of the busy potty. Well, just, it is busy. This is time you don't get to get have back. And you've been very helpful in making this show a lot better. Because when it's by myself, I can't. Oh, it just sounds so weird if I was just talking by myself. As in yeah, having a, someone to like bounce as on. as like a conversation. Yeah. I couldn't. I it would sound too weird. I well, it would be a good thing I wouldn't live in Mississippi because then someone would call up and go, "Hey, you know, face for radio on the disorderly show." Sounds he's got like some mental illness, and then I'll have a firsthand account of being jailed without any criminal charges. And I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not claustrophobic, but I ain't a fan of tight places either. If I are restrictive, there we go. If it's restrictive, if I can't fucking move. Ooh, I got a problem. Um, And no, I'm not going to do anything for anybody out there that's going, hey, so any YouTube influencer or whatnot, we challenge you to do this? Yeah, not going to fucking happen. Unless it's Mr. Beast and he goes, we'll give you $500,000 to stay in this suit or this sleeping bag for, you know, 12, 14 hours. He's like, okay, all right, maybe, maybe. But with that, let us talk about tonight's... uh, I I say all of that, just go... Uh, I mean, it's a better buffer, <laughs> I think, than just going straight into from, hey, Mississippi's doing a terrible thing to people. Hey, let's go right into uh, an example of a great American and a great American soldier. Yeah, uh, but I got to figure that out. So tonight, we're going to be talking about James Philip Fleming. And as always, I get these from the Congressional Medal of Honor Society website. And Colonel Fleming, he was a lieutenant 
at the time of the action, served in the Air Force in the Medal of Honor action date, was November 26th, 1968 in Vietnam. The following is the citation. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity in the action for conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity in action at the risk of his life, above and beyond the call of duty, Captain Fleming, then First Lieutenant, distinguished himself as the aircraft commander of a UH-1F transport helicopter. Captain Fleming went to the aid of a six-man special. Captain Fleming went to the aid of a six-man special forces long-range reconnaissance patrol that was in danger of being overrun by a large, heavily armed hostile force. Despite the knowledge that one helicopter had been downed by intense hostile fire, Captain Fleming descended and balanced his helicopter on a riverbank with the tail boom hanging over open water. The patrol could not penetrate to the landing site and he was forced to withdraw. Dangerously low on his fuel. Dangerously low on fuel, Captain Fleming repeated his original landing maneuver. Disregarding his own safety, he remained in this exposed position. Hostile fire crashed through his windscreen as the patrol boarded his helicopter. Captain Fleming made a successful takeoff through a barrage. Captain Fleming made a successful takeoff through a barrage of hostile fire and recovered safely at a forward base. Captain Fleming's profound concern for his fellow men, at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, are in keeping with the highest traditions of the U.S. Air Force and reflect great credit upon himself and the armed forces of his country. We thank you, Colonel Fleming, for showing us, as with every other soldier on this, that it's taking care of your fellow man that's most important. Not yourself, not your own well-being, but your own fellow man. And to be exposed, like, that's a big-ass target. A uh, Huey? I hope I got that right. <laughs> That's real easy to hit, and that's why so many of them were big targets for the Viet Cong, because hard to miss, hard to miss that, hard to miss a really long flying car. So to sit there and get the Special Forces team out of there, knowing, yeah, knowing another helicopter had tried that before and had already been downed. Just... I'm amazed every time I read these. And no, I don't pre-read these weeks in advance. It's the day of recording is when I read these because I'm not a fan of doing a, <laughs> uh, you could tell, a lot of prep work. Uh, for some things, yes, because I think that it'll help me help the flow of the show, then yes, I'll work on that. But, if I already know I'm going to do something, I don't want to pre-read it and then go, God damn. When I read it and then I read it again live and go, yeah, well, great job. That's amazing, right? I'd rather have the reaction of, holy fuck, they did all of this and survive? Fucking hell. Because you put yourself in those positions. You put yourself in those scenarios and go, could I do that? Ooh. That's why I read these for a reference point, a positive reference point of what you should do. Well, that's today's show. Appreciate you listening. As always, and White Bat Audio, give it up.
just those. I got to find a different word than sweet and tasty tunes because it, while it flows off the tongue well, I don't want. I, I want to. I know more words than that. But appreciate you giving us those the ability to have a little bit more color within our. Hmm. Having the ability to have a little bit more pizzazz within our show. So appreciate that. And to you and all the new listeners, I do see where you're listening from, and it's awesome to see them spreading around the world like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, like that uh, board game, Pandemic. If you haven't played that, it's a good team-building thing because you're it's everybody versus the virus and not some you're not pitted against the other player you're pitted against the virus um well with that until next week and yes there's not going to be any news throughout the week i will be looking up new stories i'll prepare that way but yeah i want i really want to focus on um being enthralled with my own body at the end of the year that's my christmas gift to me is to be able to take off my shirt at Christmas and go, oh, I know who's going to open this present. It's going to be May. Just like in sync. 